0: Before we say anything this week i would like to give props to james on this music because it makes us sound way classier than we are
1: it it really is it's um uh james uh produces this music himself and i am trying to encourage him to actually put out an album of some of this uh, it's not just the jazz style. The man has a dynamic range, which is um, just phenomenal. He's spent 12 years studying classical piano and then a, a few more doing jazz. And it it shows The I love it. So, James, Mr. C we salute you, sir.
0: And with that, hello, everybody.
1: And as we are devoid of a new bugle to distract us.
0: Welcome to episode three of Us.
1: (laughs) The the last episode of The Bugle was 293. The U.S. highway route I-293 follows the west and south sides of Manchester, New Hampshire for a distance just shy of 12 miles. It connects with I-93 to the north and east and Route 3, the Everett Turnpike at its southwest corner. The Everett Turnpike is so named for Frederick Elwin Everett, the first commissioner of the New Hampshire Department of Transportation. I take a combination of these roads on my commute to work each day, and I often listen to older copies of The Bugle or John Shuttleworth to help it go by. By comparison, Interstate 294 is a tolled interstate highway in northeastern Illinois, It forms the southern portion of the tri-state tollway and runs from South Holland at Interstates 80 and 94 and Illinois Route 394 to Northbrook at I-94. Interstate 294 is 53 miles and change long, five miles of which it shares with I-80 and serves to bypass Chicago. And as we all know, you have to have bypasses. Interstate 294 is also the longest auxiliary interstate highway in Illinois, being 10 miles longer than Interstate 494 in Minneapolis-St. Paul. So, I-294, like episode 294 of the Bugle, is something I only have a theoretical knowledge of.
0: Rob, I enjoy transportation facts. (laughs) I deal with transportation every day as my job. That's a lot of bullshit. And I just want to commend you on that. We're getting into things. Rip-roaring. Outstanding episode three.
1: Uh, look, uh, we have set ourselves a high bar to follow. and
0: um, it, It's a bar. There is a bar. Uh, I prefer to drink at it than try and get over it. But yeah. yeah
1: but... They haven't been serving.
0: <laughs> correct. And we are forced to create our own bullshit. Uh,
1: yes. <laughs> yes, we are.
0: I am the anatomically correct Diana de Bugler. And I am chemically
1: Robert de Bugler. In the bin. The Bugle has a tradition of Andy dumping some sections straight in the bin.
0: So, straight in the bin for this week is our anticipation of Bugle 294.
1: This tradition reaches back to the very first episode, and here we can hear Andy say it for the very first time.
2: As with any newspaper, even an audio newspaper like this, uh, some sections do go straight in the bin. Today, those sections are the travel section. Will people please stop going to Heathrow Airport? It was designed by Hieronymus Bosch. Just recycle it. And also in the bin is the special lifestyle section, you and your stationery.
3: Why is it in there, Andy? That is a needlessly heavy piece of sound.
1: on this week's history
0: we aren't actually moving that far away this past week was our beloved bugle's birthday it was on the 15th of october 2007 a mere eight years ago when the very first episode of the bugle appeared
1: originally it was hosted by the times online
0: however the dressing down that the bugle gave the Murdoch's Empire about the dreadful phone hacking incident by the news of the world and they were cut
1: this led to an optional subscription model to support their efforts these days Johnny Hollywood could now front the entire operation from with an HBO and no one would notice <laughs> were you a subscriber to it did you did you pay your your buck, your pound. Y-
0: yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> she said, reviewing her credit card statements hurriedly.
0: <laughs> uh, well, when did you start listening to the bugle?
1: Well, it was it was um, pre the division of uh, the, the being cut by Times Online. It was um, it was my brother that got me onto it. He'd been listening to it after it was recommended to him. Um, and then he put me onto it. So I think it was in the 2008 timeframe, uh, probably mid 2008.
0: Yeah. That's about when I started listening as well. I was, uh, just back to work, off uh, after maternity leave mm-hmm. from my oldest daughter and, uh, work was a hour and a half commute each way. <laughs> And I needed something to help me not want to kill myself or other drivers. Um, I'm not sure. I think I, I just did a search for John Oliver podcast and this came up and I said, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a go. And uh, it was pleasantly surprised. And with so much time on my hands, I had ample opportunity to catch up on the back catalog
1: well, that was one of the things I liked about it was that feeling we had the inside scoop to what was happening with his career in on the Daily Show and then HBO. And just there was that little extra going on. It sort of just painted mm-hmm. in a few of the corners.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, it was nice. I mean, it, it gave you kind of not just professionally, but personally, too. I mean. Listening to Andy's recounting of uh <laughs> home birthing his child
1: oh God yes um, a <laughs> <laughs> man who should never be called a con for such uh, an event uh, the poor woman
0: i don't even um you know the announcement of uh them leaving times online and going to their <laughs> to their own model, I distinctly remember i it was in December because I took a Friday off work. And um, was sitting on the floor in the living room wrapping Christmas presents and going, oh, shit, did they just say they're leaving times? Does this mean the podcast is over? You know, uh, it it was one of those uh, I stopped wrapping and I listened and I went, OK, they're going to do something. So, you know, it's it's integrated into my memories of that Christmas. Like,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> One of, the, one of my fond memories of listening, well, there's a, a couple, but one of ones that I hold dear is that I went to visit my brother who lives in Sweden. And he would picked me up from the airport, and it's a long drive back to where he lived. The, the roads, there's, there's nothing really. There's, there's no advertising hoardings. There's no glaring neon signs. It's, it's just a road. You, you drive on it to get where you need to go without being mm-hmm. sold stuff. And the net result is that there's nothing to constantly light up your eyes and keep you artificially awake. So (laughs) it's like, well, I I got two episodes of The Bugle I haven't listened to. Let's dig them out. And of course, we we laugh the entire way back. I do not remember what episode numbers they are, nor do I remember the contents. I do (laughs) remember the joy of spending an hour or so in that vehicle with my brother. Both of us laughing in a way that we'd not done for years. Nice. And that, that was tremendously good. Um, the other one is episode 91. Uh, an episode that after I heard the first time, I had to share with my wife. And we uh, lay there in bed because I had to play it for her. Holding on to the moment that I knew was going to arrive when they talked about the butt-bomber. <laughs> 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 uh, um, I, I think under fair use we can get away with playing that section from episode 91, so uh, so you understand what it is. It's about 2 minutes and 40 seconds of the bugle, the real bugle, the people who know what they're doing as opposed to us. Um, but here it is.
3: Terrorism development news now, and... Brace yourselves. Just, just brace yourselves for this story. A suicide bomber recently put himself next to a member of the Saudi royal family, having outwitted bomb detection machines in the palace uh, to set off an explosion, using explosives and a detonator that had been hidden in his rectum. You did not just mishear what I said there. This is panicked security experts who say that standard screening procedures may need much more intrusive types of x-ray machines now that can actually see inside body cavities. But really, this makes me think only one thing. These people are never actually going to come to their senses. Because if you don't realise what you're doing is insane, as you are preparing to have explosives, a charger and a detonator forcibly pushed up your anus, then I think you are probably too far gone. Because they must be standing in a small windowless room, gripping a table saying, I hate the West, I hate the West. Not not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Let me get ready. I, I hate the West, I hate the West, I hate the West. Yes, I do. OK, go now. <laughs> oh, I, I hate the West. I hate them so much. Slowly, please, take it easy back
2: there.
3: I hate the West. Oh, although, you know, to be honest, the West has given us a lot when you stop to think about it. No one loves pizza more than me. Maybe they're not all bad. Ow, no. Oh. I've never cared enough about any single thing in my life to do that.
2: It isn't clear from the reports I've read whether this guy, Abdullah Osiri, who, as you say, whacked a pound of explosives and a detonator up his jacksey. I don't know if he called this play himself <laughs> or was coerced into it by his line manager at Al-Qaeda. It must have been, it's what Allah would want you to do, really. Could I not just eat it and wait a few hours? It is concrete proof, if proof <laughs> were needed, that terrorists are idiots. <laughs> But what if he'd had last-minute doubts, John? I mean, would the security guards who failed to pick him up have picked up on a nervous-looking youth frantically wolfing down six packets of dried apricots (laughs) and shuffling off to the gents with a cryptic crossword tucked under his arm? (laughs) So, right, this might be a tricky one, and I'm going to have to flush fast. It's not often suicide bombing can qualify as a good news story. (laughs) A (laughs) little humorous. And finally, at the end of the news, luckily, he succeeded only in... (laughs) Blowing up his own ass, and as collateral damage, himself, and no doubt the Saudi prince he was aiming for turned to what was left of him and said, "Bloody hell! What did you have for dinner last night? Still better out than in, eh? No, you pull my finger."
3: <laughs> oh no! I'm, I'm an adult male. I'm
1: 32. <laughs> it it still That's brings amazing. it still brings a tear to the eye. I, <laughs> I, it, Oliver's description, yeah. Uh, over a table in a windowless room and then andy's his line manager at al-qaeda as though it's some sort of union organization right then lads so we've been having a, a chat and uh union rules um it's butt bombing so um you're up <laughs> next son uh sorry can't get out of it union rules uh you're up um bit of a budget on so uh, we're a little light on the old Vaseline so just a uh, grin and bear it and uh, think of what a <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <I>, yeah <laughs> I, I, a fantastic it, it, it was that moment I mean above all else stands out as John Oliver losing it <laughs> and, and the, the comedic pairing being at their finest
0: Uh, I, yeah, I, I used to listen when I was at work and the episode that made me have to stop listening while I was at work was episode 69, um, (laughs) the infamous dick on the roof uh, episode and I, I mean, my coworker came over and was like, hey, are you all right? (laughs) I was quietly laugh shaking so hard that clearly I was not being as quiet as I thought I was being and my muffled giggles were not nearly as muffled. And um discretion you know, that's... is the
1: better part of bugling.
0: Yeah, that's right. So uh yeah, here's here's what uh got me off of bugling in my cube.
3: Story this week and penises on roofs. <laughs> you see Andy, the bugle is already changing. It's in LA. <laughs> And it's already become attention-grabbingly commercial. We are dumbing down. It's happening. Damn this city of fallen angels. It's true. This story is indeed about Peter on roofs. An 18-year-old in Britain secretly painted a 60-foot drawing of a phallus on the roof of his parents' £1 million mansion in Berkshire. It was there for around a year before his parents found out. And they've said they're going to make him clean it off when he gets back from travelling. It is shameful upon both of us, Andy, that this story has inspired us so much. <coughs> this has been this has been the greatest muse of the last 69 bugles.
2: <laughs> well, I think, John, that's you know it's a depressing world we live in, and we have to grasp, but you know not just good news stories, but fantastic news stories like this.
3: Yeah, I suppose that's true. It's just it's just I shocked myself last <laughs> night with how m- how many jokes. I was inspired to write about this. I have another one just down here to say, it's a chalk outline, it looks like an active crime scene, Andy. It's like a gigantic penis was murdered on their roof. In which case they should leave it alone, because clearly it's an ongoing investigation.
2: <laughs> so his parents have said he will have to... Uh, uh, the young lad called Rory will have to uh, clean the massive 20-metre prong off the roof himself. But I guess as he does so, he'll be able to console himself That's however long he lives... Whatever happens in the rest of his life, when he finally prepares to meet his maker, his final thought will be, "I painted a sixty-foot wang on my parents' roof."
1: So, <laughs> yeah. it, 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 everything. <laughs> well, what, what, I mean, it, it, it's all so wrong and yet mm. so right. I, the audacity of the kid to paint a dick on the roof, and I remember after seeing and hearing them talking about it going to i think it was the BBC website actually had a picture i know of it it was I phenomenal know. I, uh, I, I and the, the section that <laughs> that we played for you uh i must confess i cut it down quite heavily um the full section is almost 11 minutes long and it, it's it's worth it but i couldn't in all good conscience give you A full eleven minutes of the bugle and claim that this was our podcast. So, uh, yeah, go listen to it. Go listen to
0: yourselves. It's it's phenomenal. So Uh, what I had to do since I could not bring myself to listen at work anymore was uh, I would save it. I I would see it download on Friday. I'd get all excited. Tuesdays I had a horrible construction meeting um, every Tuesday from nine until noon. And the bugle would fit in exactly in my drive from home to the construction site where this meeting was going to take place. And I would like that was my psych up. That was even
1: if you had to take another turn around the block before you I was in.
0: sitting in my car. I could <laughs> laugh my ass off through whatever traffic and it would make that three hour slog of a meeting that much better.
1: I, I, I think you had it relatively easy because I do remember the correspondence they had where there was one guy. I think it was, was he a doctor who then had to attend uh, where a patient had died. And he'd yes. made the mistake of yes. listening. <laughs> I do, I, uh, apologies, I do not remember what episode that is. Um, but if you want to do your own research, there is a fantastic website uh. archive. If you go to Games Plus one all spelled out, gamesplus com slash The Bugle, they seem to have a running archive of all those episodes. So I challenge you to to go and find which episode that was.
0: But- yeah, I'd also like to plug uh, HelloBuglers dot com. Um, there are links to the Times Online, the original episodes. I, I couldn't get those to work, but everything that um, they had listed up on SoundCloud is is good, and it's also a good archive of um, just about all of the other uh, John Oliver and Indy's Altman bits that are out there. So <laughs> go <laughs> entertain your ear holes.
1: <laughs> yes, this is what got us started. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, And we did the other stuff Where um, we did some work on The Bugler Which is where we got our name We Are Buglers Um, And uh, we just had so much more to talk about Than would fit into that one podcast That we then came here But uh, yeah, go and, uh, and do yourself a favor You've probably got time between now and episode 294. If you hurry, <laughs> <laughs> you, you may want to hurry at this point to, to go and listen to the back catalog. Uh, I don't know that you necessarily need to listen to the sub-episodes. It, it's, no, it's,
0: I think a lot of the sub-episodes are recaps of, of original episodes, um, with the exception of uh, some of the Saturist for Hire uh, things that uh, Andy's been putting out recently. But... Um, I definitely, uh, a lot of their, you know, their bits on Gaddafi, <laughs> uh, that, right. those are amazing. Uh, I mean.
1: Well, it was from that that um, John Oliver ended up in the dictionary with the word fuck eulogy. Yeah. That
0: yeah that, he, and he that he is an, in and of itself is an amazing, <laughs> amazing episode.
1: We were there. We were part of it. We were part of history.
0: we heard it first people (laughs) so did you probably but if you haven't go clue yourself out
1: should we put a link to this page on the website
0: yes absolutely all right
1: so if you go to wearebuglers.com we will have a link there and you probably already have been there to get to the episode on soundcloud so um all of this may be redundant
0: what else is new for us
1: <laughs> uh, as long as our employers never listen to this not that they would care anyway
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: should we move on
0: yeah let's let's. Uh, we've got an audio cryptic word search to get we to we
1: do, yes the third line, we're almost a fifth of the way through
0: <laughs> excited yay
1: <laughs> <laughs> audio cryptic word search and now get out your pens and paper for the third line in our audio cryptic word search
0: we're now a fifth of the way in and the action is heating up did you spot last week's giveaway no more clues and i don't want to spoil it
1: this week's the third row w wiener u
0: undefined g Gratuitous. Y. Yank. V. Vice. A. Abra, cadabra. (laughs) I. Inquisition. H. Honey. N. Nasty. O. Octopusy. T. Trollop. T. Trite. U. Undulate. Y. Yar. Z. Zoological.
1: (laughs) The third word clue. And one of our friends over at the other podcast that spawned us is bugler. That's spelled B-U-G-L-R.
0: Fifth of the way done, people. A fifth of the way done. We're making progress.
1: Emails and correspondence.
0: The mailbox backed up this week and flooded the kitchen. So until the mail is all dried out, I can't read any of them to you.
1: We do look forward to hearing from you again to complain we didn't read your email out on air. If you too would like to complain about the unread email or praise our evident restraint, email us at robert at wearebuglers.com or diana at wearebuglers.com.
0: And all of those compliant and willing will go on the top of the stack. Griping items will be sat on.
1: I'm sure it's more like gripping items will be sat on. See, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, sometimes you really do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So with that said, thank you for listening to our third episode. We'll be another 290 to go to catch up with the mighty bugle itself.
1: (laughs) I have been your penis on the roof, Robert the Bugler.
0: And I refuse to confirm that I am Diana the Bugler a very different kind of butt-bomber. We thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some of the sound effects used in the production of this podcast have been obtained from Free SFX. They are available at http colon slash slash F X dot C O dot.